You're, it's me, good looking leader. This is the Thank Me Later podcast. To my right, introduce yourself. Hey, y'all know it's Noel K. <laughs> ah, you weak. You messed up, huh? <laughs> Yo, what's up with you? How you doing? <laughs> I'm Jazz. What's up with you? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, okay. I was about to say, ain't you supposed to end that Yo, with a question? Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> I couldn't just ask you. I was just, try, I was just trying to help you. Me... I was leading you to the question. No that's worries. how it always starts. It's okay. Every show. It just, it's okay. It just starts this way. It's, it's cool. okay. Go ahead. Ask me again. How are you, Lee? Amazing. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe you asked me. I'm so glad you're good today. No problem. What, the fifth what, what made it so good? What, the day? Mm-hmm. Your um, good mood. Uh, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Who really knows? Could just, be the fact that I'm just, just here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely just the day, you know? Um, I'm just happy to be here. We got a guest in the building. Uh, before you introduce yourself, can you do me a favor? Put your phone in your other hand and take this off, please. Okay. Just so when it hit the table, we don't hear it. Okay. Um, but as soon as you do that, please introduce yourself. Yes. My name is Phoenix. Some people call me Phoenix Rocks. I do a lot of different things and we hopefully get to get into all of those things tonight. Yes, we will. Oh, nice. <laughs> right? Nice introduction. Nice voice. introduction. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Could tell a few nice things. Hey. I, I, I wanted to get into that too. I wanted to ask you, like, when people say, "Hey, what do you do? What do you say?" I say, you "Match it." At this point, I say, "Entertainer." Okay. I just say, "Entertainer." Okay. And then it just kind of depends on what you're interested in mm-hmm. from me, because everybody's gonna vibe to something different. Mm-hmm. So instead of trying to like force people to take it all in, mm-hmm. I just ask you to take in what part you like That's and a we rock crazy. with the part you like. Right. That's a little crazy. <laughs> That's a little. <laughs> it's kind of like how yeah. you keep your bags, though. It's like, you know, I'm an artist, I'm a host, I'm a philanthropist, I'm a media personality. You may like me as an actor. You may not necessarily vibe with my music, but does that mean that we can't get it back together? Mm-hmm. No. You know, one thing may lead you, persuade you into getting into the other things about me at the same token. And you may be slow to like one thing and then quick to like another thing. So it's like either way, you're going to pay me. Wow. I never <laughs> thought about it like that. That's dope. They tell you to have multiple streams of income. Do you feel like you've completely filled that circle or is like always something new for you to look forward to? Yes and no. It wasn't really even intentional. Like I suffered stage fright. I was a songwriter for over 10 years. I decided to become an artist after a certain point because I just got tired of the politics of songwriting because a lot of people who were putting songwriters on were also managing them. So it became a lot of political stuff going on behind the scenes more than it was just about artists selling their records to to other artists. So I'm like, well, if I'm a bank on these getting this music to these other artists and take that risk, that's the same risk as me being an independent artist and getting you to appreciate my music on the song. But I didn't really, um, I wasn't thirsty to be an artist. Like, I was okay with being a songwriter. I wanted to, I like artist development. I like putting in the work to cultivate an artist as well. I appreciate that as well. So hosting was really just to get over stage right. It wasn't even, and then people actually like after shows would be like, "Yo, you're a dope host," and I'd be looking like, "Okay." They had no idea I was just doing that to get comfortable on stage. Wow, that is dope. I never heard a story like that. That's That's so interesting. Yeah. When did you get into just being creative at all? Oh well, I mean, everybody, most of us is like African Americans have like the I grew up in church kind kind Mm -hmm. of story, but for me. I grew up in Catholic church, so there's like me a different. Too, there's son. a different element, different element of culturally, even as a black person. But I went to a black Catholic church, and mm-hmm. we had like drums, and we sang like you know other denomination gospel. 
So I was still influenced by the outside world, but I still had communion every Sunday. Yeah. I still knew all my prayers. I still knew the hymn melody. I still know how to, you know, do the rosary. And so, like, even singing classical music, a part of that is a part of Catholicism and that culture. And then coming into, like, Kojic churches when I got older and, like, experiencing the black, black experience of church. Having all those different influences, I think it makes us very unique as musicians. Very. Because we have a certain approach to music that other people may not even hear because we have, like you know, the more docile music from Catholic Church and then you have the black experiences, which is ag- aggressive and soulful. Right. So when you kind of mix those feet. worlds, <laughs> you mix those worlds together, you make some very interesting music. That's amazing. Yeah, I couldn't I even, even sing in church. That. I couldn't even sing in church. That was different though. They age. told you you had to be a certain yeah, age. My like, church, you could sing. It's very ordered, like orderly and, and a lot of structure in that. So I guess the responsibility too. Can you but, do me a favor? Can you pass me the two cups of water, please? No problem. Thank you so much. Feels? Yeah, oh, sure. absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. You want a water? On the- <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got my coffee. I'm good. Thank oh, you very much for yeah. asking. No, I, I needed two cups of water. Mm-hmm. I'm very blessed. Shout very out to thirsty. Fifth Element Gems. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to yeah. them, though. Their gems Stay are thirsty, my friends. Nah, um, so when you figured out, okay, cool, I want to create, right? Because you know how you just said, well, mm-hmm. multiple streams of income is encouraged. But it's not encouraged to focus on multiple things right, at the same not. time. So it's like it kind of it's weird to me. It's always been weird to me because it's like I need to get another another stream of money. But you're telling me to just stay in focus one lane. Focus on one thing yeah. at a time. When did you when did you know like all right cool? Even though this is what's pushed, it's not for me. Because like that's where I'm at. Like I'm realizing like I, I always knew, but now I'm starting to just kind of be like I don't even care what y'all pushing. But it took a while. When did you realize like yo nah I have to push multiple things like I'm not hearing what y'all saying about focusing on one thing um when I realized um to be honest that music started to become more of a like a popularity contest mm. than it was about Preach. talent because I you know coming up as a songwriter like I was taught to make timeless records um even as far as my work ethic like I can work with an artist who's a beginner and I can work with an advanced artist and I treat their projects the same most of my peers and colleagues that are songwriters will give a new artist an old song out their dusty gmail <laughs> and refresh it refresh it like it's a new idea and gash you and make you pay the same fee that they charge more established artists who have clout who they're actually going to go in and do a fresh song with right. um, and have you gas right mm-hmm. and then you know let's say you have that negative experience and then you meet me I come and I charge you a smaller fee but you already turned off by that so now you miss out on a hungry songwriter like me who was actually going to give you an incredible record for a lot cheaper because you chasing the clout and you want to just work with these established writers or uh, writers who you feel are more relevant when they don't really care about your project so even with work ethic like Everybody's not going to go hard for you the same way just because they're established or just because you think they've placed records ahead of you or before you because their idea of your I, your record versus a Rihanna record are two different approaches. Like, they're not, you're not Rihanna. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, like, they could be giving you an old song they wrote 10 years ago and, you know what I'm saying, you think that it's lit because it's this <laughs> songwriter. They don't care about you. You know what I mean? And then you meet somebody else who you think is less credible. Like, for me, like, I have a very extensive resume that I don't talk about. So I yeah, just I watched checked you out, and I was like, "Yo, she's mad cool to be so so in 
right. into this shit. Right, because I want to see how people treat me as a human being first. Yeah, that's what Versus what they most. think that I've accomplished or what they right. think that I've done or what they think that I can do for them. So, um, you know, a lot of things I, I will say in conversation and passing, but I'm not going to come to you and walk up to you with my resume. Oh, I did this and I was nominated for that. And in 2000, and I, like, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even like people like that. Um, so You're not nervous, though? You don't think when, you, when you're honest about the industry you're in and you say, well, hey, not everybody's caring about your, pro- your projects, you don't think that there's a chance that they could be like, nah, we about to lock her out? Well, I mean, I was, I've always been an outcast. I literally, I have a tattoo on me underneath this sleeve that's a black sheep. Like, I, I definitely. I peeped that's your signature. I, yeah, I own that. I don't, I, I'm not looking for it in. I don't want to be in. I want to create my own destiny. Um, I'm a descendant of a Garveyite. I don't know if you know oh, anything about word? Marcus Garvey. Yeah. So okay. I just feel like it's, just, honestly, it's in my DNA to just not care about being accepted and to create my own manifest my own my own business. I'm in a situation right now currently and I'm going to get into it without getting into it because one thing I don't ever want to be is messy but one thing I will always be is honest um, and there's a, there's a thin line between those two with people when you get too vocal about things so I, I've learned to approach things with tactfulness but I will never deny the truth in me mm-hmm. because I feel like that's what causes illness and sickness and stress and grief and emotional disorders is because we don't feel like we're in safe environments where we can express how we really feel and then eventually it consumes you and you either end up addicted to something doing something that is self-destructive or sabotaging or losing your mind or what people th- th- uh, in theory think that is losing your mind going cra- going crazy you know what I'm saying so I say that to say um, even in this present moment I'm, I feel like I'm in a situation with somebody who's trying to prove that they have seniority um, but because I'm just so self-assured with who I am <clears throat> I will take this loss and then I will double and I will and my success will be the proof like people say like I, 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 can we cuss yeah, when people when people be <laughs> like you know like shit on somebody like I will shit on you in the classiest way because I'll just succeed you know what I'm saying and I'll just I'll go above and beyond what you even perceived I could do in the first place because that's how I get back yeah. at you you know what people I mean people be in competition with you and you don't even realize you in competition with yourself like Everybody should be in competition with themselves and shouldn't be worrying about getting the upper hand over somebody else or stepping on next. Like that method, you you hear it a lot. Step on a next. Step on a next. And it's like, nah. I just wanna. I wanna climb and build and reform and grow for myself. So yeah, niggas be so busy running, they don't realize they naked. Yeah, mm-hmm. no worries. No and she worries. said, and you simple. know what's crazy? Phoenix said all of this in her song Rise. That's that's that's, that's a vibe. Yeah. Thank you. That's a repeat. That's a you could play that over and over again. I appreciate it. And that. I just Thank wanted you. to ask you, like, well, I mean, I'm hearing it, all that you're saying in the song, but I wanted to ask you, where did that come from? Because we turn a lot of pain into purpose, mm-hmm. women like you. Um, I'll say women like me and the women like Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add her in there because, you know, she be trying to shade me, but I'm going to add her. I was about to say, I'm, um, not, I'm not dumb. <laughs> you going to say my name. I know. Um. Yeah, so women like, you know, us at the table, mm-hmm. um, turning pain into purpose. Like, what do you think is that moment for you? Because I hear it that there was that time of you turning pain into purpose and knowing, like, this is where you want to be. Right. Um, <clears throat> well, I, I guess just to give all of this time and energy to something, I feel like something should manifest from it. And I think 
what happens is, is a lot of times we define success by comparison and we look at what other people have <clears throat> and we assume if we don't have a picture of what other people have that we're not successful. My success for me is like stability, obviously. Sometimes that's even hard to maintain, but it's really about Woo, being, preach. It's, it's about being purposeful. You know what I mean? Like if I die, but in my demise or in my death, um, I don't want to say demise, but in my death, um, I saved someone's life, then my life was purposeful, and that is success. If if something you say leaves an imprint on somebody for them to change their behavior for the better, then that is success. If you go and perform in a room, and I, I recently I was, where was I at? Because I do a lot, so forgive me. I was at an event, and I was being transparent about stage fright. Somebody had asked me a question around that, and I was, oh, my friend was having a birthday event. I be doing a lot of events, y'all. My friend was having a birthday event, and I got on stage, and um, they asked me to say, like, some kind words about him. We were at Jerome. Shout out to T-Rex. Um, and I said, you know, I used to suffer stage fright, and I told my friend I wanted to be a host, and instead of just starting me off with, like, something small, he had me hosting at BB King's in Times Square. Like, that was my first like real gig as a host and it was like a residency so every two months by monthly I was hosting at the in inside the Lucille room at BB King's so it's like just to come out the gate hosting get a couple of little gigs and then be in BB King's it's like what um and I was so grateful to him for that but I said through that I was able to work through some of my uncomfortability on stage and it didn't even show to the crowd but I knew you know in my mind I was working through something and this girl came up to me after I got on stage and was like you don't know how your words were so encouraging to me because I look at you and I think you're such a powerful and a confident woman and you exude such confidence I would have never thought that you suffered stage fright you know, so even in that moment, being at my friend's event, I'm there to support him for his birthday. I'm not even thinking about being purposeful in that moment. I'm just thinking about being supportive. But just me being honest and transparent about my truth is successful to me. Even if one person comes up and goes, you know what, I might try that thing tomorrow. Because if Phoenix could say she was scared to do something and she's doing it, then I could do it. And that's success to me, you know. It's relative if you make money or not, but that's also what you define it by. And if you define it by money and you don't make that money, then you won't feel successful. And if you measure yourself on material things, then you're probably going to be disappointed you for most of your life. You got a long way to go, an even longer way. Yeah. It was a, a a good a good man, well, a good vampire by the name of Pharrell Williams. He said <laughs> that wealth is of, I forgot the damn quote. <laughs> he said wealth is of the heart and the mind, not of the pocket. It was something like that. I forgot. <laughs> In theory, I get it, though. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's if, what I'm saying. If she's going with, she's going if with it. If you know it. what I'm saying, then we that's felt, what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, so exactly. Sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that is the truth, though. A lot of times we do value um, the success in the business, especially of entertainment, with, like, the dollar amount, and you get it confused because you have a whole youth watching you. And I'm not saying you always have to advocate for the youth, but... Um, cause you know, a lot of people your age could come up to you or people older, like, I, you no, know, people I'm, older than me be crazy. hitting me up yeah. and I'm like, what? I get more of that support, like motherly support yeah. on, you know, social media platforms and like women that want to be like, you know, like, I love you. You're like a daughter right. type of thing that they see in me, you know? So you never, you never know who's going to feel what you're giving them, but 
I do. And they're vicariously so living through you too, because yeah. they probably wanted to do some of the things you're doing. In they a weren't confident. Way. In a positive they weren't confident way. enough to do it. You know, a lot of our mothers and aunties were very insecure, and you got to remember the era they were coming from. Like, black girl magic didn't exist in their era. So it fun. wasn't. It wasn't a dope thing to be a black girl and owning your business and being a boss. Like what? That and, wasn't and actually heard of. owning the black things about you that people made you feel ashamed Shame for being me. for so many years. And that programming and having to reprogram your brain to know that those are good things mm. and not things you should be ashamed of yeah. you know so 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 can you be dead broke financially and be successful no well this is the thing about mm. that stability is a reflection of your mentality but it is not the equivalent of success two oh, different things oh shit put that in the book it's i two, need to get that on it's the shirt. two different things now to be like stable, is that do you mean like like being broke is a mindset yeah Okay. Being 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 broke and not having like even for me like I have I know I have issues with money management. Mm -hmm. So right now my goal in the next five years is to get out of debt, and I know that it's going to require some sacrifices. So I have to change my mentality. At the same token, I've been on two panels. I've been I've been nominated for Afro. I've done a lot of very things that people would say are successful. So I don't think it doesn't mean I'm successful. It it means that I need to reprogram my mentality so that my lifestyle also reflects a successful person Mm. as well. So let me ask you something, right? There are two different things, though. I I see that. That's a fact. I'm reading uh, Power of Now and, and. Uh, Eckhart Tolle says that you know your life situation is not your life. Mm-hmm. So while your life situation may be very hard, you saying that your life is terrible is not. It's not the same. Like that's a whole different spell you cast in yeah. your, your life. But why? I, what is starting to make me question is okay, cool. Yes, it's a mindset. It's a mindset. But what about when you dead broke? Like what about when you really broke? Like you got a bill to pay. The bill is a hundred dollars. You don't have a hundred dollars. So. Is that your mindset? No, it could be because at the end of the day, although you don't have it now, if you continue to stay in a negative mind state, you'll never get it. Versus if you think positively and you apply yourself, you can make $100. You can earn $100. That then sets you into time management. Like, I need it right now. What can I do to get out of this hole that's positive to get that $100 that I need? Exactly. Or even something wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's I, that's a life that's choice. Still an option, that's right? It's a consequence option. to your. It's a consequence to your <laughs> options, but yeah. it is an option. That's okay. the difference between a CEO and a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. We all have the same choices. That CEO could be the drug dealer, and that drug dealer can be a CEO. Both of their skills are applicable to the job. A boss and somebody who maintains re-ups and goes to get the weight and knows how to get it get it from one place to another without the cops stopping him and knows how to handle it. It has a girl to carry. It has different people in position in line. It's the same thing as a CEO. It's just a mentality that lets me think that this is the only way to do it versus somebody who says I can make it corporate. Mm-hmm. Same mentality. Same success rate. It's and one not ap- always corporate is the right way. So right. we see and, that too. And even corporate those people are corrupt. Mm-hmm. Those people are corrupt and they try to clean it. Under the under the table and clean it off, but it's still a corrupt way of thinking. It's still greed. They're, they're both in the same mentality. One is most likely for survival, though, and one is for greed. Because that CEO person probably has a three, a 401k. They have certain things set up. A drug dealer doesn't have any of that. There's no insurance under that. That's an, all illegal. So whatever you yep. gain, you gain. And whatever you lose, lose you lose. You lose. Yep. 
Um, so it's the same mentality. It's just one applying it in a way that gives them sustainability versus one that's just up and go. We've all had money and blew it. We've all had money and not managed it as well or thought about it later and was like, wow, why did I spend that on that? I could have did that with that. Or I could have waited to do this. Or, you know, the anxiety. Anxiety drives a lot of us, the fear of missing out on something. Oh, I got to get them sneakers right away when you could wait. You know what I'm saying? Specifically Jordan. Jordan's come out every couple of years. So even if you missed it, when it first came out the first time, in about four or five years, it'll come out again. And probably at that time, had you saved your money, you'd have been financially stable enough to get those and maybe two pair. So by the time they the came out time. in the Jeez. next five years, you already had two pairs and you didn't even need to buy it. And now you're fin- even more financially stable. It's mentality. Jeez. It's mentality. That's crazy. You're talking heavy. Yeah. It's, a lot of it is just how we think. Like it, Our thoughts are so powerful and we don't give them as much credit until... Things kind of manifest, and we're like, "Wow!" Even fear. I said that. I felt that, and I I, I brewed it up. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. I've yeah, done, I've done yeah, that. Yeah, this this yeah. this one of those conversations. You know, you you talk to somebody, and you're like, "Yeah, I gotta let that simmer." It's probably something in there for me. It don't hit you immediately. This one of them conversations is like, "Nah, that's for me." You know what I'm saying? She she not. She Def- no, I felt that. <laughs> Like literally things that and it, and it happens like sometimes I'll say sometimes I won't say often and I won't say rare mm-hmm. that somebody comes in as a guest and they sit across the room and they're like oh, and I'm like yo you speak in my life I need to listen real quick hey you're giving me something you're dropping some gems for me to pick up and you're teaching me like I love being a student honestly you gotta remain a student I think it's important I'm saying even as you teach and I'm a teacher even as I teach I remain a student my t- my students teach me a lot you know what I'm saying but let that simmer though. You know what I'm saying? Be a teacher, but remain a student. Let it simmer. <laughs> yeah, she be, she be on me. She be in my face like, go ahead, Lee, say something meaningful. I did. No, I just let, let you simmer. have your moment. Let you know simmer. why? Because you just need it. So I just watch you. You know, let I'm your little audience member. Oh, boy. Teammate. Hey. Um, cheerleader. I'm cheering you on silently. <laughs> but, um... Because this is a uh, because this is a bonus, we will definitely have to have Phoenix back for like a full on, mm, yeah. Yeah, 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 like a full, on. yeah, yeah. But we we got because because you have a, a series coming up that I want to talk to you about. I want to I want the inside scoop for right coming up. You. It's actually already it's out? out. Yeah. Oh, okay. When, wait, when we was emailing, was it? Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I remember that. See, That's you know, I, I said really that. I'm Tomorrow reading fast. I said that. Tomorrow's the fifth week. I made it to week I said four. That. But yeah, you watch she it. did. Yes. said that. Episode three, I saw y'all sitting at the table. I said yeah, that. Yeah, like, and I said, I said, yo. I said, it's out already. I said, yo, like, that's a trailer. She was like, no, 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 that's, no. You was like, that's another <laughs> show she's on. And I'm, I see that you're on another show. She's on another show. Of, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, there's more. <laughs> I'm but thinking, I was right. Yes, you right. I was right. You was right about this show. Yeah. I was right about this show. I'm like, she's on two shows. The other one is coming up. All right. I give you that. Actually, the first show I'm on is supposed to come out with a second season. Season, but I don't know what's going on with the with the editing. I don't know. Maybe they decided not to put it out. But I actually came back to eight at the table for a second season. Yeah. So I don't know. I was at the table with um Jack Thriller and Mr. Commodore. Yeah. From mm-hmm. That was a lit. I, I don't that. know if that's gonna come out, but I, I mean, nice. so look I've at me. I saw that. I'm mean, a party and bullshit show. See yeah. what that's about. They be that's what up. I was talking about. I'm sitting here like I saw that. I meant it to can say. It happen. Manifested. I yeah. manifested that. I meant I to, to say. God I did. You did? I swear to God. I, I bumped it to him three different times. Three different locations. One time was at Sirius FM Radio. I was in a band. Happened to bump into him. He was with Tank. Then um, I popped up at his show. He was doing his show in Harlem at a certain point. And um, I chilled with some female battle rappers. And they were there. They actually didn't even come that day. Oh, I bumped I remember, into him. I think I remember that day too. Because... Um, 
Godiva, Bonnie Godiva, but she, yeah. she was I'm, there. My girl is Chrissy Amaguchi. Oh, okay. Chrissy Amaguchi okay. and Bonnie yeah. are best friends. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I went up Small there to world. see him, and they wasn't even there, but I was like, yo, what up? And he showed me love every time, always cool. Third time was at eight at the table. He's best friends with one of the executive producers. Mm. So... Then I see him again. I'm like, okay, now, Jack, come on. <laughs> you see me over and over. And then, like, we got to know each other about after a year. And then I got invited. So it was definitely, you can definitely manifest it. Just shout out to Jack Thriller. Show me love. He's dope. He's and, funny. <laughs> and it made it worth the wait, honestly, too. Like, when you know that you literally just put in the work, you know? Because every time he saw me, I was, like, a level up from the last time. Like, hey, six months. Like, yo, I seen you at da-da-da-da. Yo, I seen you da-da. I even just saw him recently at Sony Hall. I ended up um, singing. I did not go to the sing at a Life Genesis concert. And he just happened to be there. He's like, oh, yo, I'm you do not me. stop. I'm like, nah, I'm everywhere, bro. That's so fun. Yeah, That's I'm so here. Fun. What's up? <laughs> did you perform Roz? No, I actually didn't. What it was, it was like a little audience singing contest. Oh, okay. And um, I went up there and did my thing. My friend sings, the same friend, uh, T-Rex, he sings background for Life Jennings. So I was just pulling up to support my friend and see Life Jennings. Shout out to Life Jennings. <laughs> Shout out to him. Shout out to that song him on he the dropped. Radio. Yeah, the new project what song, is what song, too. what song is it? I think the song, the song is called Slave. Yeah. Yeah. He has some fire. Yeah, he does. No, I don't like the song. <laughs> No, but him saying I don't like the song, but I respect Life Jennings' discography. The new, discography. The new um, project is kind of dope, though. He was singing some stuff. Oh, okay, you know, people always want to hear the classics, but he did give some teasers of the new stuff, and it was worth. Like he's a storyteller. He spits. He, he spits real stuff. You know what song is playing in my head right now? Hypothetically, nah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, either that one. It's one. But no, two. we do need. We definitely oh, do shit. need music that educates you. Like what? He wasn't that just trying was to say fire, like that song was sex. Fire. He was just trying to say like do it right. Think Protect before yourself. you let it and go. Value, yeah, and value, value your body. body. I don't remember value none of your the mind, words, your but spirit, that. who you letting inside of you. All of that. That's the only thing I remember. What? Think before I you love let it music. go. I do. Right. <laughs> That's why Rise gravitated to me so much because I'm like, yo, you really speaking certain things like that all artists go through, especially certain types. I feel like there's always two roads you can go down. You can, you know, be made up or you can like stay true to yourself and like really push, you know, what you're trying to put out there and being different. I'm actually multifaceted though. Yeah. I'm multi genre. So like don't be surprised if you hear some club sh- some club stuff too. Like I got I got some stuff hey. in the holster. I'm just I'm waiting because everything has a season. Like Rise was a follow up to a Drake cover that I did um to this song called Fear. Um, and Fear actually got me nominated for Afropunk 2018. I got nominated again this year. I got a 17, 18, and 19. In 18, they picked Fear. Um, and I, I remember was, I voted for you for 18. Yeah, yeah that was I Fear. And then they, they uh, I got nominated again this year for another song called Halfway, R&B record. Um, but that was, Rise was really like a follow-up to Fear because... Fear was like mine, but it wasn't mine because it was already a song with that structure. Rise is a ninth wonder beat. I just jacked mm. and I jumped on it, and I was oh, like, "Oh, it Yo. sounded all you." I didn't I was even like, keep because I want him to hear it. Like, like I'm doing beat jacks, but I'm doing it like out of respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you're so fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't wait for the opportunity, so I took it, yeah. and I hope that I killed it enough that you that respect you love it. that yep. I jacked it, and that and that's really how hard I'm gonna go. Like, I'm gonna make sure that it's elite. So when you hear it, you're going to be like, yo, for her to steal my joint, yo, she she wanted me to hear this. Like, she wanted me to be pleased with it. And I feel like Ninth, I feel like Ninth will rock with it. 
That's dope. I want to I want to be hopeful and say that he would. But I actually have a mixtape coming out really soon called Soul Food. Okay. Um. So I might re-release Rise like as a part of the mixtape, like a bonus on the mixtape. So good. if you download the whole thing, <clears throat> then you'll get that song. But my first mixtape was called Um, Gumbo. The second one was called The Stew, and it's a Soul Food. So it's a whole little little okay, theme okay, there. Okay. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Uh, tell people where they can find you, check you out. I am on Instagram at Yes That's Phoenix, Y-E-S-T-H-A-T-S, Phoenix, P-H-O-E-N-I-X-X. And everything else, I'm Phoenix Rocks. I also have a second Instagram page, but if you find that, you find that. I, I don't want to get that one out. <laughs> that's more for like my media associates and my media friends for us to stay in contact because I want to have like direct relationships with you. You podcast and you dope people that show everybody love because I eventually want to go into curate events. So I always want to have relationships and keep my press and my radio folks close. Yeah, right. So that's really a page for y'all. That ain't really for the world. Okay. If you find it, you find it. That's dope. Um, but yeah, everything else is Phoenix Rocks. Twitter, I have, um, please subscribe to my YouTube, Phoenix Rocks. I got new videos. I have my own acoustic series called the Peculiar Acoustic Series. I actually just released a new one. Um, it's called Frenemies, which is a cover I did to Lucid Dreams. Um, so I want y'all to check it out. I think you would feel like, since you like yeah. Rise, I think I'm you would like Frenemies. Um, Frenemies, yeah, because we all got Frenemies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And thank you for having me. I appreciate thank you. Thank you for coming. This was amazing. It was yeah. beautiful. We appreciate you for coming and we appreciate y'all for listening. We yes. out of here.